Hey, welcome to the C3 Church Victory Podcast. We pray this message will inspire you and activate your faith. Thanks for joining us. I love it. Uh, Pastor Mel, where, where are you? Oh, I love the word from last week. Just, um, I read all your notes as well. It was so good. <laughs> it was so great. Um, I love the series that we're in right now. Oh man, a journey through the entire book of Mark. So great. We're still in chapter one, people. We're still in chapter one. Uh, we're going to take our time, but not like for just for the sake of it. You know, we're, gonna, we're dwelling. We're not like, you know, we're not asleep in the book of Mark. We're dwelling in the book of Mark. I love it. We're not going slow just for the sake of it. It's good. It's good. And um, I'm just really believing God's going to touch your life today really going to touch your, your body today. I'm believing for some great healing to happen at the end of this service. So uh, just start to let your faith get stirred uh, and really believe in God's going to do some miracles. I just love the word miracle because it's like it's impossible and then it's done. It's like when you start praying for a miracle, you know what it's got to take to get there. And you, you don't have anything except for a few prayers and a bunch of, you know, seeds of faith. And you're like, <laughs> come on here. This is what I've got today. You know, I love, uh, I love reading through uh, scripture and just seeing the different, the different um, moments of miracles that took place. And sometimes it was just that a person asked Jesus for healing that he gave them healing. Sometimes faith was present. Sometimes faith was present in someone else for them. Like the, the, the different journeys of, and this is why we're going through the whole book of Mark, because each moment brings us an opportunity to share something that's going to bring light into a different area of elements like healing. And like what Mark Pastor Mel preached last week on deliverance, right? Because that's a real thing. It does happen. And uh, such a good word. If you ever need to get a clearer grasp on the authority of Jesus, you need to listen to Pastor Mel's word from last week. It was really, really good. So we're just continuing on. Last week we saw uh, Jesus is speaking in the temple. It's Sabbath. He's basically preaching in church like this right now. And, uh, and in the third row, uh, some, I'm just going to pick on someone in the third row. No, I won't. In the third row, someone starts manifesting with a demon, right? That's why I'm not picking anyone. Why did he pick on me? Does he think I've got demons? That's how people get hurt and leave church. All right, so we're not going to do that. Um, and Jesus just goes, ah, be quiet, come out of him. And the demon's like, <laughs> Can you imagine if that happened in the middle of, of church? Someone starts, yeah, and, and you just go, ah, be quiet, come out of him. And there's shrieking sound, and everyone's like, <laughs> Powerful. The authority of Jesus is powerful, and the demonic kingdom has to listen because it's authority. Uh, and now we're just looking straight away at the next thing that happened, right? This is the next thing that happened, right? We're reading Mark chapter 1, verse 29 to 34. It says, as soon as they left the synagogue, right? They went with James and John to the home of Simon and Andrew. Simon, that's Simon Peter. That's Simon Peter who's dictating this book to Mark, right? Mark is interviewing Simon Peter. That's the book of Mark, right? So they go to Simon and Andrew's house 
Simon's mother-in-law, verse 30, was in bed with a fever. My mother-in-law's watching, so no jokes today. I'm sorry. Love you, Mark. You're awesome. Uh, She was in bed with a fever, and they immediately told Jesus about her. That's good. If you've got a problem, immediately tell Jesus about it. Don't wait six months until you're all bitter and twisted. Tell Jesus about it. That was for free. All right, cool. Uh, So he went to her, took her hand and helped her up. And the fever left her and she began to wait on them. I just love that. But for no reasons that I can say right now, I just love that so much. It's like... No, I'm not even going to say it. Okay, we're going to move on. Verse 32, that evening after sunset, the people brought to Jesus all the sick and demon-possessed, and the whole town gathered at the door. You can tell it's Peter, like the enthusiastic guy. You know, it was like the whole town gathered at the door. You know, and Mark's like, the whole town. We're just going to write the whole town. Right? The whole town gathered at the door, and Jesus healed many who had various diseases, And he also drove out many demons, but he would not let the demons speak because they knew who he was. Let's pray. God, today, I'm praying that we have our faith lifted to a new level. I'm praying for healing in our lives, in our bodies, in our souls, in our hearts. And I'm believing for freedom. Freedom from demonic oppression, Freedom from addiction, freedom from strongholds, freedom. That's what you came to give us, Jesus. So today, God, let your kingdom come and your will be done. And we're just believing for the way of the kingdom to be here today. In your mighty name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Don't you love it when people come into your life and fix stuff? You know, I, like we were in, we were in uh, Hobart uh, a couple of months ago. It was the national conference. It was really, really great. And we, it was our wedding anniversary as well. So we went down a little bit early. It was really cool. And then we'd go out for the day and come back. And I'm like, oh, someone made the bed. <laughs> this is awesome. This is unreal. And you walk into the bathroom and like, oh, it's freshly cleaned. And there's new towels. And I'm like, oh, this is great. And you're like, yes, Darren, you, you paid them for all of that. I know. <laughs> I know, but it's still so cool. I love it when people just come into your life and fix things up, right? My mum does that, you know, on a regular basis. She'll be like, she'll just turn up with all of these towels that she's taken home and washed and dried and folded. And she's like, uh, she's like, oh, I've got some towels for you. I'm like, oh, mom, you're the best. And she's like, do you have any more? I'm like, I have so many more. <laughs> There's so many, here's some more. She's so, so good. Uh, where's, where's Kale? Kale, where are you? Yeah, are you here? Like, uh, I love it when Kale, you know, we've had so many people house sit over the years. And when I come home and Kale's house sit, it's like the floors just got repolished. <laughs> I'm just like, what did, what did you do to the floors? You know, it's like, oh, you know, I just did blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, no, no. It looks like you paid to get someone to come in and redo the floors. Like, this is insane. This is awesome. Uh, I love, uh, years ago, we used to run groups, you know, in our house, and we had really little kids, and, you know, it was, uh, it was chaos, and, uh, and Kylie Schenk, where are you? Uh, where are you? And so we, we'd have group, and, uh, you know, we'd pray for people and whatever, blah, 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 and then we'd just be hanging out, chatting after group, and Kylie was nowhere to be found, and we're like, oh, 
oh, I guess, I guess she left. And we're just chatting and chatting. And then all the people left and Kylie comes out of the kitchen. Okay, bye. And off she goes. And we walk into the kitchen to start, you know, the dinner cleanup and the group cleanup. And it's like, the whole place is immaculate. And she's done it all. And this happened on like so many occasions. We were like, geez, I hope Kylie's not sick this week. Uh, <laughs> It was, like, it was like the best thing ever. It was just so good. I just love it when people come into your life and they leave things better than what they found them. It's so amazing. And that's like, I love these, these, these first few verses here. I want to read verse 30 and 31 again. Simon's mother-in-law was in bed with a fever and they immediately told Jesus about her. So he went to her, took her hand, and helped her up. And the fever left, and she began to wait on them. If you're writing notes, write this down. Number one, this is the way of the kingdom. This is the way of the kingdom. I love this. This is like a, the, the epitome of the gospel. This is the way of the kingdom right here. It's just what happens when Jesus shows up. We start out broken and lost and fractured and we've lost our way and we, we don't have hope for the future. We don't have anything to base our dreams on. We're, we're all kind of messed up inside. And then Jesus comes into our life and he can't help it but start bringing healing. He brings hope and joy and, and life and he, he starts healing pockets of our soul that we did not even know needed to be healed because they've been broken for so long. He comes close to us. He starts touching all the stuff that's in our lives. He starts to bless us. He lifts us up. Slowly we, we get healed in all the different parts of our soul. Slowly we become transformed and we start to think clearer and see better. We start to understand the way of the, the, the real way of the world. We see things as they truly are. And he starts to put us back together and gives us an identity that's secure, filled with peace. And we find that now I can get up and I can start to serve others. And in turn, I'm serving Jesus. This is what happens so often throughout the history of our church since we've been around. So many people, they, they come to church and they're here for the first couple of, couple of weeks and they're like, oh, hey, um, hey, how can I help? And we're like, just, just wait. Just, just pause for a minute. Oh, yeah, no, 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 I've just got to do something and, you know, and be involved. And we're like, yeah, you, I, I, you, you've talked to me about the other stuff that's going on in your world. Maybe you just need to sit and rest for a little while. Maybe you just need to heal for, for a little while. Yeah, because that stuff that I've been through, yeah, yeah. And after a little while, they start getting whole again. People start to heal. People heal in the pews, right? They heal when they turn up. And, uh, and then they go like, oh. And then so, suddenly there's, a, there's this new energy 
there's this new, yes, I need to serve. And we're like, cool, let's go. You know, where do you want to serve? And, and, and this, is, this is the way of the kingdom. This is just how it works. It's just what happens. Jesus comes into your life and he starts fixing things. He starts leaving things better than what they were. All of a sudden, all your flaws look clean and your soul feels better and you got more strength and more towels than ever before. <laughs> it's not all comfortable and easy though because there's a deep work that he needs to do and there's some mindset shifting that takes place along the way and you get challenged with your old mentality. But it's wonderful and it's deep because he's restoring true joy to your soul and he's putting you back together again. I, um, I super love that there's a, a real family vibe here in these verses as well. Like Simon, he's, he, he gets called in verse 17, right? Uh, Jesus is walking along the shore and he says to, to Simon and his brother Andrew, come and follow me in verse 17. And now, now what's happening is Jesus is coming into Simon's home and healing his family. That's, power. That's powerful for some people today. Because when Jesus turns up in your family, when Jesus turns up in your life, he can't help but start to heal your family. Anything is possible when the king shows up. Anything is possible when the kingdom of God is at work in your home. Like when the king enters your life, the kingdom starts to permeate through your whole home, through your whole family. So like, so work with God in that because the kingdom is not by force. It's not by manipulation. It's by partnership with the Father. And sometimes we feel the pressure of the kingdom and the, the pressure of what it might look like to outsiders and we feel like we have to manipulate the, situ the situation. No, no, no. Just work with the Father. Just trust Him. Just believe him. Just let him do his thing. That's for, that's for someone and probably for me. Uh, I just love this, this family vibe that we're getting here. We've got one of the greatest testimonies of that that's, that's so recent and it's in our church, right? Jules McCutton, right? prayed for 31 years for Jeff, who's, who's a husband, sitting beside her. And a couple of months ago, Jeff gives his life to Jesus. That is incredible. Talk about persistence in prayer. Talk about never giving up. You, you're awesome. You're, I love that. I love that. You... you if you're persistent with the Father, anything is possible. Let God do God's thing. I love it. The way of the kingdom is healing. The way of the kingdom is transformation. The way of the kingdom is people being lifted up again. Jesus walked in to where Simon Peter's mother-in-law was sitting and he lifted her up and she stood back up. It is normal to feel like you're getting lifted up again when you are in the kingdom of God. 
It is normal. It is the downcast finding hope. It's the, it's the broken finding peace again. It is the lost finding a home. It is the bruised and the hurting finding wholeness. This is the way of the kingdom. It's funny because we hear a good testimony and a good story and we get surprised. You know, we go, oh, wow, something good happened. Wow, that's a, that must be a miracle. No, 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 it's normal. We get so conditioned by the world to drop our expectations so low that hopefully something good might take place and I'll get a nice surprise. No, 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 no. We have a good father who gives good gifts to his children. Good is to be expected. Like expect good things. All the time? No, 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 no. You live on planet Earth, remember? In this age. In the next age, good is default. Perfect is going to be like the standard. But we need to remind ourselves these things, healing, freedom, transformation, power, they're normal in the kingdom of God. Pastor Mel reminded us that we live in the now, but the not yet. We live in the now. That sounds a bit stranger things, doesn't it? It sounds a bit like the upside down. Hang on a minute, it's the now, but the not yet. What the heck does that mean? It means that the kingdom of God is now, but it's not fully here yet. We live in the in-between phase, the phase where like in just before, like just in verse, what, 15, Jesus says, the kingdom of God has come. The kingdom is here. And we live in this in-between stage where people do get healed now, but they also get healed when they get to heaven. But we keep praying because we know that God heals. I have been physically healed before. You're like, yeah, it was just a sore back 20 years ago. Yeah, you're right. It was just a sore back 20 years ago. But then three years ago, I got another healing because I was in chronic, terrible pain for weeks and weeks and weeks. And someone said to me, in 24 hours, your pain's going to be gone. And in 24 hours to the hour, I was like, hang on a minute, hang on a minute, hang on a minute, wait, totally healed. Right? We know that God does healing now. He says to pray, your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Right? What's this kingdom that he's talking about? It's his authority. It's his power, it's his life, it's his peace. It's his freedom. This is the way of the kingdom. What Simon Peter's mother-in-law experienced, that's normal for the kingdom. If you're writing notes, write this down. Number two, it's just another day in the office. It's just another day in the office for Jesus. You know, this is like after church, going to go back and hang at... uh, Peter and Andrew's house. Just going to go and chill at Peter and Andrew's. Yeah, yeah, that's where we're going. All right, see ya. Goodbye. You know, like you leave church and, you you know, I'm just going over here. It wasn't like a special conference. It wasn't Vision Sunday, you know. It wasn't like the special festival, you know. It was just another day in the office. And Jesus walks into the home and they say, hey, uh, Simon Peter's mom, she's like really sick. And he goes, really? All right. Walks in. 
Yeah, yeah, you don't look so well. Okay, and you're good. It's just, it's just another normal day in Jesus' life. Another normal day where he's partnering with the Father. You missed it. It's just another normal day, but he's partnering with the Father. That's a normal day for Jesus. I'd like that to be a normal day for me. I'd like that to be a normal day where I'm not, you know, just thinking about me all, all, all the time, you know? I also love that Mark's first recorded miracle is in a home. Mmm, I love that. It's just in a home. Jesus just walks into a home. It's not at church. It's not like after church and someone comes down and gets healed. No, no, no. Jesus just takes the kingdom wherever he goes. Ah, you're not well? Let me pray for you. Okay, you're good. People then came to the home to be healed. All the town showed up to come and get healed. I love this. I love that people are coming to the home to be healed. I'm thinking back uh, uh, over the years at how many people in my lounge room have been healed by God, been touched by God, been have encountered God, have been filled with the Holy Spirit, have been baptized, have been spoken in tongues for the first time, have encountered Jesus, have had their soul touched and healed for the first time. How many times in your home have people been touched by God? Love it through our table spaces, through all the things that happen just inside our own lives. People are flocking to this home to get healed, to get freedom. Uh, I've shared this before, but the same verses that appear in Matthew, that was what got me to leave my job and come and work for the Victory Center two days a week. Because God was like, you know what you're going to do, Darren? You're going to enter into people's homes and bring healing and bring hope. It's like, whoa, I couldn't couldn't ignore that. And then what happens when you bring healing and hope into people's lives is that then they can get up and then they can start serving, just like Simon Peter's mother-in-law, right? That's That's normal for the kingdom, And I realized, you know, what we've been talking about is that I am called to be a home of hope. You are called to be a home of hope, not just for two hours on a Sunday, but wherever you are, whatever is going on in your life, in your day, in the people around you, you can bring hope into that situation, right? Not just for the great Awesome moments, not just for the crisis moments, but for the mundane, for the day-to-day, just another day in the office, working with the king. Here we go again. You see, Simon's mother-in-law received two things in this moment. She received healing and she received hope. Because now she's feeling better in herself but now she's also feeling better about her entire future because now she knows that when God turns up anything can change now she knows that 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 when Jesus rocks up it doesn't matter what's going on because we can he can change it he can bring power and life into anything that is happening in the moment she starts to feel better because She knows when he turns up. So she moves from sickness to serving. 
That's what God does. He moves us from brokenness to power. From, 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 from sickness, from brokenness, from dysfunction to wholeness and partnership and fruitfulness. I love that. She moved from needing care and help to giving care and help. It's like, oh, I love this. And there's like a bit of a dual application in these verses as well, because you can identify with the mother-in-law because we still are on a journey of needing like healing and freedom. We're still on this journey of needing care and life. But then we also can identify with Jesus because we're called to give hope and bring the kingdom wherever we go. So it's like a dual application here. But I love that Jesus moves towards her. I love that he doesn't shy away from, oh no, she's got a sickness. <laughs> oh no, no, she's a bit broken. Oh no, oh boy. No, 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 he's like, yeah, okay, I'm moving straight in towards the problem and I'm gonna lift her up and bring the kingdom with, with him. He is not afraid of her fever. He's not afraid of her, bold, of her brokenness. He is unafraid. He is bold. He is personal. He's loving and compassionate. Jesus has been reminded of his true identity in the verses just before it. Verse 24, Pastor Mel preached on it last week. Verse 24, it's the demon who reminds Jesus of his true identity. I love that. That's like, that's irony, isn't it? The demon tells him who he is and he goes, yeah, you know what? You're right. That, that, that is who I am. I'm going to bring the kingdom wherever I go. I love it. It's so good. Now he's confidently moving towards the brokenness, bringing authority, bringing love, bringing power because he's just been reminded as to who he is. Isn't that the case with you and I? When we get reminded of the security and the power of who we are in Christ, we get to walk confidently with God into any situation. Uh, Josh and Silla's son, Victor, when, uh, when he was born, I uh, rocked up at some point. And I said, why did you choose the name Victor? And this is what Stella said, it blew my mind. She says, because we want even his enemies to tell him who he is. That'll preach. That's power. Jesus' enemies are telling him his true identity. And he's just getting bolder and stronger. Love it. People are getting healed. People are getting set free. Wherever you and I go, we are living, breathing, walking homes of hope. We carry hope into every situation that we're in. If you're writing notes, write this down. Number three, the door is wide open. The door is wide open. The crowd turns up. Verse 32, that evening after sunset, the people brought to Jesus all the sick and demon-possessed. The whole town gathered at the door and Jesus healed many who had various diseases and drove out many demons. Whoa, the door is wide open. Can you imagine the scene? Peter's mother-in-law is like serving them. She's just made a massive meal and she just passes by the window and goes, oh, what the heck? She looks out the window and there's like hundreds of people, you know, and they're all like in pain. Some of them are demon possessed. And she's like, whoa, Simon, 
Simon, are they your friends? Are your friends outside? And he looks outside and goes, oh, they're here for Jesus. Walks out, Jesus comes out, he opens the door, and then he just starts laying hands on people. He just starts casting out demons. He just starts healing the sick, just walking through because the door is wide open because Jesus wants to love and heal and set free everybody. He doesn't discriminate based on background, based on what you've chosen to do. He just loves you. He just wants you. He just wants to come in and heal you from the inside out. When Jesus touches our lives, things lift off. We get lifted up. Demons lift off. Diseases lift off. Things happen because Jesus turns up. His presence in our lives is the most powerful thing that could ever happen to you. People came to be touched by Jesus, to have their lives, their bodies, their souls touched. And then they go away with healing, with hope, with hope that regardless of anything that they face, well, He's with me. God is with you and I in everything. You always have hope. So we're going to pray for some people today. If you're sick, if you're injured, if you have allergies, if something is affecting you and you want healing and you need healing, I am, I'm believing for physical healing today. The word that I got was neck. If, if, especially if you have a problem with your neck. Maybe it's an injury. Maybe there's something going on. Lots of stuff happens in the neck. I'm no doctor. I think the thyroid's in there somewhere. There's some glands around there somewhere. I've got no idea. If there's a problem in your neck, we want to pray for you. That would be awesome. And also, for healing in your heart, for healing in your soul. You need freedom from addiction. Freedom from demonic oppression. There's something going on. You know, I need freedom from this, this sin I can't get out of. Or if I need healing. This is the way of the kingdom. This is normal for kingdom life. So the band's going to come. The band's going to play. We're going to believe for some miracles here today. Who's with me? I'm so keen to see some miracles God's moving in our nation. He's moving. There's, there's been some incredible reports of what God's been doing in the last seven days in our state. It's been phenomenal. So let's, let's activate faith right now. Thanks for making time to hear this message today. We encourage you to connect with us by heading to c3victory.org.au. 